Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I heard you very faintly yell. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. there he is. Yeah. I get fired up. I mean... I don't know anyone who loves a meeting more than you. And listen, th- listen, this comes from a person who has been at this company for a long time, and I always joke that the executives have meetings to have meetings. But good Lord, you love a meeting. Have you noticed that the meeting has come down to five minutes and we just let Lindsay talk? <laughs> it's great. I love it. I actually would love to blow off all meetings. Doesn't sound like it. I was going to say, no way. You are meeting Because guy. literally, and I, okay, I'm going to do this. All right, you said you, you would love me, to Laura? blow off all meetings. We're going to have a little, we're going to let people behind the curtain. So, all right, all right, I'm with you. Okay, so you say you want to blow off all meetings. I right. have been vocal about, even on this show, about we shouldn't yeah. have a show meeting anymore. We should just be spontaneous. We should have fun. Lindsay stacks the show. Laura stacks the, the sound and all the audio stuff with Chris and whatnot. Everybody gets has their thing. You and I just go out and boom, follow the rundown that Lindsay has created, and then we go from there. Now, right. you say no meeting. However, yeah, we'll start with Lindsay. Lindsay. Who texts about whether we're having a meeting uh, on the in our text chat? Um, got got a text today to just me and you, not in the group text, but just to, to me and you. So, guys, meeting at three fifteen. Oh, look at that! So you're hiding. I didn't even realize that it was wasn't in the group chat. So That's you're right. Hiding it from from Laura and Chris because you literally can't let go of the meeting because you know Chris will make fun of you because you know Laura would side with us and tell us you've asked for meetings in the group chat. But now. I didn't even notice that. You didn't even text it in the group chat. I'm looking at it now. It was just to me and Lindsay. That's true. That is 100% true. Why are you, want you to know? lying about not wanting a meeting? Now, wait a second. Hold on a second here, George Sedano. We had a whole conversation last week about telling the truth at all times. Yes. I'm a truth teller, okay? Here's I mean, that's why. That's what you said. doesn't sound yeah. like you're yeah. abiding by that. Two reasons. One, because I think Lindsay is uptight and she wants to have a meeting every day. Am I wrong? <laughs> Linz, I'm putting this on you right away. I'm, like, immediately no. deflecting. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah, this has nothing to do with me. I mean, obviously, there should be some, uh, you know, a conversation beforehand, but we don't need to have these, like, long, drawn-out meetings about this and that. Okay, and just, let, 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 let's just be honest here. Hold on. Let, let, let me move. Before we continue this, Laura, you're on this group chat with myself and Lindsay mm-hmm. and Cap and Christopher. Right. Who has asked for meetings on this show? All the time, Kaplan. Yes, all the time. And then you all confuse the me. Yes. Yes, all, all the, time. the time. Okay, well, all let me time. explain myself. At least give me a chance, Your Honor, to at least I explain mean, my ahead. position. I, mean, you know, I excluded Laura and Chris from the group text, and I just went to you and to Lindsay. Right. Because I was thinking to myself, if I ask the question, hey, guys, are we having a show meeting today? Yeah. Then, then I'm going to get from Chris, yeah, oh, yeah, Cap, we have to get on a show meeting because we have to know what we're going to do on the show. So I figured he's going to say, yes, we need no. to have a meeting. No, absolutely not. The reason I asked for a meeting today at 3.15 rather than yes. at 3 yeah. is because, George, I have begun the process uh-huh. of weight loss, okay? Oh, okay. And I, I was going out for my first afternoon run today. Okay. Which I don't really know if I'd call it a run. Mm. It was like like a little faster than a walk and like a yeah. little slower than a jog. 
Yeah. So so I, I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page because then I didn't want to get a call at 3 o'clock so like, yo, like, let's have a meeting. A, a wog? Kind of a wog. Yeah, it's kind of a walkie-joggy kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, listen, I want to say for the record, let it be known, let it yeah. be stated, and let it yes. be published. Correct. I'm anti-meeting, and I'll never go to another one of them. Okay, fair enough. That's it. It's If you ask for another bleeping meeting in the text messages, I'm going to post it all over social media. No more meetings. But I do have one question, because yes. Chris did say in the open that yesterday was the anniversary of, of Mice and Men. Yes. And he, he calls said, you Lenny for some reason. I don't remember the book. Uh, so I don't know. I don't remember Lenny all, all that well. I don't either. I don't remember the storyline either. I know I read it in like 10th grade. Lenny, I assume, since Chris said that I'm Lenny, I assume Lenny's like the tall, good looking, lean, really smart, good with the ladies kind of guy. I mean, that must be Lenny and of Mice's Men, right? Uh, no. Lenny is small. Um, partially mentally disabled, uh, but gigantic and physically strong man. Apparently. Oh, and that's what I got today. I got Lenny. I thought Lenny was like good looking. You know, I thought it was like Leonardo DiCaprio's kind of character. You know, no, it'd be more like John Candy or like Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thus like why in, I had to start running uh, in like, today. In like Black Sheep. Oh. If you wanted to make a specific oh, reference. Wait, yeah. so this was not a compliment? No. Oh. Oh, no, here I, I, I mean, was. Based on him calling you Lenny, again, I wasn't necessarily as familiar. I hadn't read the book as as you in many many years uh but yeah I, now i remember his name was lenny small oh well i i assumed that since chris was making a reference that i'm a certain character from a book a novel yeah. it's like hey this guy's good looking right he's handsome he's smart he's good with no. the ladies no. he's rich you know no. all the no. things that i want to be none yeah. of that mm. um, he's described so as the uh large lumbering and childlike character ah mm. now mm. i see the uh, correlation yeah. so why are you going to Radio Row? Even Ireland and Ma Mason and Ireland were making fun of you a second ago. When we Wait, what there. are you talking about? They were making fun of me. Who's making fun of me? Uh, Mason and Ireland. What are they making fun about? I mean, Radio Row is so like, you know, 2006, bro. <laughs> you know, like maybe even 2005, to be <sighs> honest with you. So funny you say I, that. Honestly, now that I think about it, I don't even think I've been on Radio Row. Uh, well, I was one time with Key and LZ, and it was super sad then, too. Um, but, like, honestly, once, I think, in the last, like, 15 years. Yeah, I have gone to every Radio Row at the Super Bowl since 1997, with one exception, well, which why, I want to... Why did you sound seven? Why did you sound it? My high school math teacher, when he would say seven or eleven, he would say Selm or Leum. And um, I don't know why he did that, but it stuck with me all these years. I don't know how I remembered that, but forgot about Lenny in English class. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I've been to every radio row since 1990 Selm. Yeah. Uh, and with one exception, which was 2012 in New York City. I did not go to that Super Bowl. And this is the first time where I haven't said, okay, hey, man, I'm on Radio Row starting Monday. I'll be there all week. Yeah. And I got, like, a whole bunch of weird FOMO going. You Why know? are you FOMOing Radio Row? Do you realize that Radio Row is the worst week of radio in the entire calendar? Like, if I'm, I'm someone who is just a member of the audience, okay, and all I'm hearing is a bunch of people hawking stuff, I mean, it's just insane. Like, you don't even get good content. No. Back in the old days, back in the old school, before Radio Row blew up the way it has, it used to be a competition. 
You know, it used to be, hey, there's somebody who's famous and we want to get them on the show. And everybody's producer was was, you know, tackling this person and whoever could somehow say the right thing or make the right eye contact, pull them over and bring them in. And it was a big score. Now, Radio Row is not like that. I'm not going there because I think that we're going to get, you know, spectacular interviews. So what are you FOMOing about? I just like to see everybody, but I will say this: oh you know, you want to, this you want to is, know, oh, there it is. We nailed it. Yeah, we na- You want to see everybody? What yeah, do you want to right. see everybody for? It's like a sports radio convention. I like to see people. Like who? I'm a social guy. Oh, you I'm a nice guy. Hang out all day and still, you know, walk back to the studio to do the show. I'm happy to walk back to the studio. I just thought it would give us a little presence. You guys, it's hey, listen, literally down the street. I'm happy to walk back. Okay, I, that's more <laughs> steps for me. There but, you go. You're trying to lose weight anyway. But let me tell you something. Um, I do think this, and this is one thing that has me a little bit worried about Radio Row. Oh, uh, here we go. You want to know what I'm worried about? Mm-hmm. That maybe, maybe Radio Row has passed me by. See, in 1997, I was a 26-year-old fresh-faced kid. Right. You know? And I was walking over to, to Robert Kraft. Mr. Kraft, sir, would you please come over? Would you please come sit down and speak to us? And this is in the day, George, of course. There's no cell phones. I mean, barely anybody had a cell phone, and the phones yeah. only called people. There and were there's no probably laptops. only like 30 stations there. Oh, not even. There were no laptops. There was no internet. It was nothing. Yeah. And, and, and I was like this little kid. Hey, Mr. Kraft, would you please come over and sit down and talk to our guys over here? You know. But now, dude, I'm 50. I'm a man. I'm 50. Okay, and I think I think that what's happened to Radio Row is is that over the last 20 plus years, 25, it's turned into a bunch of little kids on there. And so a grown, sophisticated gentleman such as myself, this may no longer be for me. I think you nailed it when you just want people you want to see people or don't you believe that Kaplan just wants to be seen? It's not that he wants to see people. I think he wants to be seen. He just wants to do it for the gram. It's okay, Kaplan. You're one of those guys. Am I? Yeah. You I'm are. I'm now one of those guys? You are. Mm-hmm. No, don't admit. Don't, come on. You can't sit here and say you're not one of those guys. Cap, you, you love Instagram. I do you love Instagram. You, you want to see people and you want to be seen. That's what I think this is about. It's more so about you being seen than it is about you seeing You want other, people right? to come up to you and be like, yo, Cap, two shows, bro. You, you're out in L.A., homie. You're killing it, kid. No, you know Come what on. I want people. You know what I want people to say. I see that billboard at Laker games <laughs> of you and Sedano. Why are you pointing? You know, well, somebody sent me a picture today of that. I said, um, "Hey, are you up there right now?" They're like, "No, I was at the game on Saturday against the Knicks." And somebody told me they're like, "You need a pinky ring, bro." I'm like, I don't know about a pinky ring, dude. No, not a, you're not a pinky ring kind you're of guy. No, and I'm not a thumb ring guy either. I don't trust yeah. people who wear thumb rings, okay? Yeah. Just to be clear on that. If you wear a thumb ring, you and me are probably not getting on, you know? <laughs> What's so funny? You guys know people who wear thumb rings? I used to wear a thumb ring. Well, you're I a wore girl. a thumb ring. A long you time got, ago. But... You're ladies. You're talking, talking about a man. About, talking about dudes. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. What does that mean? Yeah, thumb rings. I'm not down. So, listen, I like to go see people in our industry. I've been around it a long time. I've gone to all these radio rows. I got a lot of friends that are going to come into town that I'm not going to see. Yeah. And so I'll are they really friends, day. though? Like, if you yeah, only friends. see them at Radio Row? I have friends in the biz, George. That's all. You know, friends in the biz, baby. That's all. Come on, man. This is Hollywood. This is show business. This is you... L.A. This is the Super Bowl. We're the station of the Rams. The Rams are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
So look, I mean, you got all these people coming into town. You know, I like to go in and, and you know, I bet you if I pulled the audience right now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And ask them, do you care that we are not at Radio Row? And they would mm-hmm. all say, no, I'm glad you're not there. You think so, huh? Yes, because nothing ever comes out of there that's actually interesting. Once in a blue moon, something interesting comes out. Well, that's why our game plan this Super Bowl season was not to be on Radio Row. But then, of course, you know, right around the holidays when Omicron was taking over the world, you know, yeah. we had to start making plans. And I'm coming up because I want to I want to be around the festivities of the Super Bowl. I want to get a flavor and a flair of the Super Bowl. And so I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to be there all day Thursday. Why don't you do the NFL experience right outside our office? I am doing that. I'm doing that as well. Okay. Well, there you go. There's some flair. Yeah, doing that too. You just want to be seen. Okay. I get it. It is literally the saddest place in America to me. Gil Brandt's walking around for like the 37th year, like trying to hock a book or something. And, you know. I mean, Why you got to pick on Gil Brent? I mean, because he's 105 he, years old. I mean, what what's the problem? He embodies Radio Row. Listen, you're right. He's like the, you, he's like the embodiment of the guest at Radio uh, Row. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you who the embodiment of a guest is on Radio Row. You ready yeah. for this? This is the embodiment. Yeah. Lee Steinberg, the agent. There you go. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like like I love Lee in real life off yeah. air. Yeah. I don't need to sit there with Lee on air. That's all. You know, hey, Lee, by the way, I know you're listening right now. So much love, respect. Okay. But, you know, kind of boring. That's all. Is that too harsh? Probably. But I mean, I mean you whatever. know, you're beating up on poor Gil Brandt. You know, I'm, I got I mean, things. I love Gil. I love Lee. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't want to sit down and interview somebody about what deodorant they're hawking? No. You don't want to sit not. down and have somebody tell you about Haas avocados this season and how many avocados will be consumed over Super Bowl weekend? No, I do remember Tim oh. Tebow eating uh, like guacamole out of with like a spoon. Um, my three-year-old son does that too, as well. Hmm. Well, listen. All I'm saying is this: is that our our plans got nixed, okay? Unfortunately, yeah. you know. And um, and I thought, well, you know, I'm going to be up. Uh, I've got to. I, I want to go and experience some Super Bowl festivities. I got people coming into town. I got to say yeah. hello, shake a couple hands, press some flesh, as somebody I know likes to say. Yeah, and then I'm like. Bumping. And then I'm like, you know what? I'll broadcast from Radio Row. And by the way, Lindsay, you kind of seem like you're into it, too. No, I want to go to make sure that you, like, have, like, your connection works. Because I don't want to deal with, like, you know, because who knows? Once we get there, if it's just you and you just walk in with your equipment. Oh, my God. You'll be a disaster, for sure. Right. I don't know the situation. And so I I talked to to Amanda this morning, and I was like, I need to go because I have to make sure that we are all set. He actually has something like a line to plug into. He's all set up, yeah. and you're not just like standing in the corner holding your Comrex. Oh, you know, didn't know you say something else. Right? When you said oh, holding, I was your like line, terrified holding my, for a second. Holding my Comrex. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know yeah, what yeah, you were yeah, gonna yeah. say. Yeah, Very yeah good, I was Lance. scared. Testing from your phone, you know. Yeah. I just want to make sure that, that you're all set yeah. up and that, that the show sounds good. Oh, all right, you are dull. Yeah, well, somebody's got to make sure that you know what the hell you're doing. So there's mm-hmm. that. Um, all right, coming up next, Matthew Stafford's birthday. Scott Kaplan, is it time for the final mea culpa? We'll get to all that, plus Russ's awful evening on Saturday. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's a great song. Still today, great song. Dude, you cannot go to a bar mitzvah, a bat mitzvah, a wedding, a quinceanera, you name it. You can't go to one of these kinds of celebrations without cool in the gang, baby. It's 40 years old, that song. I do remember it very much from my childhood days, right? Like just parties and weddings and things of that nature. But Sweet 16s, I, come on. For I real. don't know if I've gone to a quinceanera. You know, well, I haven't gone to a quinceanera in a really long time. Um I don't remember the last time I heard the song at a party, though. I got to be honest. Mm-mm. Well, I just made the quinceanera part up because I wanted to be inclusive. You know what I'm saying? I understand, but I don't even know if I had a, regardless of uh, what ethnicity or background the family <laughs> has. It's been a minute since I've heard the song at a party. Just go to a bar mitzvah, go to a wedding, you yeah. will hear celebration. Loud out, right? No, no quinceanera for cool in the gang. Not in at least a good probably fifteen years. Yeah, no, it's been a hot. Mi- I mean, I haven't gone to one in a minute, but even yeah. then, no. And a wedding, no. And a party that I've been to, no cap. So I age group maybe. You, you got to come to my people's, you know, events. I mean, when was the last time you were at a bar or bat mitzvah, girlfriend? I was. I have not been invited in a very what? long time. Yeah. What? What? Oh, there you go. Let's yeah. do this. Let's. You've seen the movie Wedding Crashers, right? Yeah, I'm You're not just gonna crash a bar right, mitzvah. Let's be let's be bar mitzvah crashers. Yeah, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that. You could do that. I at a bar mitzvah. Let me tell you something. I have a strategy at every bar, bat mitzvah, or wedding that I'm at that is part of my people. You ready? You know that there's the tradition where you take the person and you put them up on the chair. Hava nagila hava nagila hava nagila bain. You guys know the song I'm talking about. I okay. do know the song. Yes. Okay. Anyway, anyway, yes. you, the person who's the celebrate, who's the, who you're celebrating, gets sat down on a chair, and then you yes. lift that person up and down on yeah. a chair, and you celebrate them. Yes. I'm the guy that's right in the middle of it all. I'm the guy that grabs the chair, brings it in, sits the person down, and I'm the person that's the the, the ringleader of up and down on the chair. Because anybody have a guess why? Uh, no. Go ahead. Tell us. I mean, this is the guy who wants to go to Radio Row to be seen. Right. Right. Yeah. Why yeah, do you, you want to be the center of attention? Correct. So what happens is, is every picture that is ever snapped of the person who's You're partied, in there. I'm yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So when By you the frame way, it and you hang it up, I'm in the house. Literally. So big, Biggie Eric Herrera, who is a uh, you know, regular listener to the show here, we appreciate him, uh, tweets in, says, Sedano, uh, it's not Scott Kaplan uh, wants to be seen on Radio Row. He wants to be asked to go on other people's radio show. Now that I buy. Ooh, I didn't even think of that part of that's it. That's a great I that's a great part of it. Now, can you go on like do you think you'll get asked to go on other people's radio shows? I mean, it's in LA, you host a radio show in LA. I would imagine if you're there, people would be like, Hey Scott, can you come on and talk about the Rams? Right. Of course they will. Everybody's gonna want me on their radio shows. Hey, we're talking this I mean, afternoon because we're so desperate because there's nothing going on on Radio yeah. Row and there's no yeah. major celebrities here anymore. So we're stuck with this guy, Kaplan from seven ten ESPN. But yeah. he is here. He covers this team. They're on his station. We're desperate for content. Kaplan, sit down. There will be at least a, a station in like Sioux Falls, Idaho. Who would oh, want yeah. That. Oh, I'm yes. going to go on all the major markets for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sioux Falls amongst them for certain. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Uh, you know, like maybe a, a Fresno radio station. Right? Fresno. I'm very, very well liked in the Fresno area, George. I'll okay. have you know. There you go. Right, yeah. I think that that works. I think Eric is on to something. Um, all right. Real quick. Mm. Matthew Stafford, happy birthday to Matthew Stafford today. 
And we are, speaking of Matthew Stafford, don't forget here on 710 ESPN, we have your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour. So we got three of those coming up here still, well, approximately three. For the Super Sounder, every hour you listen for the Super Sounder. When you hear it, be caller number seven at 877-710-ESPN, and you can qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. 710-ESPN is super ticket giveaway from your championship station, 710-ESPN. All right, so Matthew Stafford, are you ready? Like, are you ready to just say, hey, man, you're here. Congratulations. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Good luck. I was wrong. Are you ready? Are you finally ready to come, you know, full bulk yeah, you, with this or no? You just you just left a little bit out. But generally right. speaking, let me try. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Matthew Stafford. And and Kelly Stafford, if you're listening today, Kelly, okay. Yeah, it's not her birthday though. Like, no, no, but I mean she's yeah. kind of the spokesperson for the family, or so it seems. So so Matthew, listen, happy birthday. Um, you've had an amazing season. This is an incredible accomplishment to join a team and in year one get them to the Super Bowl in their yeah. home stadium, in their hometown. Mm -hmm. This is right. fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah. In fact, dare I say, mazel tov, my brother. However, I don't have to say this because you believe this. The job is not finished. The job is not finished. You get this opportunity once in a lifetime. Tom Brady's had this opportunity 10 times, you know, but he's got seven rings. But this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Ask Dan Marino in his second year when he took the, the Dolphins to the Super Bowl. He figured he's going to go back plenty of times. Never yeah, made it back. Never made it back. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You have to treat it like it's once in a lifetime, and you have yeah. to treat it like this is the last chance you'll ever have to play the game. Everything. you got to lay it all on the line. Yeah. So, Matthew Stafford, happy birthday. Congratulations. Mazel tov. You've gotten the Rams here, but the job is not done. Okay. Do you didn't agree? It sound with like you were apologizing for the stuff you said about him that he you couldn't win with him, they couldn't do this. That. I mean, you just moved the goalposts for the last time. Uh, on well, Matthew here's what's going to happen: if the Rams don't win the game, here's right. here's what will be said. You're just you're, now. Eventually, he's going to have a bad game in the playoffs, right. and what's going to happen is when it happens, if it happens here, you're going to just you're no matter how much he's made you eat crow the last month, you're going to have the last laugh. Um, because that's that's like the last chess move you have on the, on the board. I, let, let's be clear here. I don't want the last laugh. I want the Rams to be holding the Lombardi Trophy. Okay. Okay. So I don't want the. But last you do want to be right too. Like, no, if that's I, I, no, I'm not. No, I'm not like one of those guys who like you know concentrates on being right all the time. I don't care about being right. I'm wrong like way more often than I'm than I'm right. When I am right, I do like to break my arm patting myself on the back because it's so yes. rare. Okay. Right. But because I'm so accustomed to being wrong so frequently, okay, I want to make sure that the Rams win the Super Bowl. That, that is the only thing I care about. I, listen, Matthew Stafford can go two for three passing in the game. As long as the Rams win, I don't care. But I think that Matthew Stafford would tell you the same thing I'm telling you, George, which is, yeah, it's been a great year. It's been awesome to leave Detroit, come to L.A., play in this stadium, play in this community, make it to the Super Bowl in your hometown. Great. But you got to win the game. If they don't win the game, here's what will be said nationally. You ready for this? Go ahead. I'm ready. He did what Jared Goff did. How much further ahead are the Rams 
than they versus when okay, they had Jared Goff. Um, it's fascinating that you said that because, interestingly enough, you uh-huh. aren't alone on that. Someone I actually respect a great deal said something very similar. Do you respect not me the, a small deal or not? I no mean, respect at all. I, I mean, I put, respect I respect I mean, you an average amount. Okay, because I, I was going to ask you to do me a favor. You want to know what that is? Well, can you tell me that on the other side too? Uh, well, I'll tell you right now because it's important. You ready? Oh, okay. Yeah. Put some respect on my name. That's all. Oh, for the love of God, again with this. I mean, Laura, don't you think he should? No, not really. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Coach. It's not even like you know. I did say an average amount. It could have been I appreciate that. that. Let me put a little respect on my name, that's all. Someone who I respect a great deal, Mm -hmm. more than an average amount, has a very similar feeling to you. We'll tell you who that is on the other side. All right? Uh, But first, let's let's tell them about uh, these fine folks at Bud Light. In celebration of uh, Super Week, we're giving away two tickets uh, to see Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly at the uh, Bud Light Super Bowl Music Fest at Crypto.com Arena, Thursday, February 10th. Make sure you're listening to the show closely because around 545, we'll have some trivia related to today's show. And the first person to answer correctly will win two tickets to see Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly this Thursday. Tickets, by the way, on sale at SuperBowlMusicFest.com and Ticketmaster. All right. So we'll tell you who it is that actually agrees with Cap. I can't believe this. Someone I respect a great deal agrees with someone I only respect an average amount with. I mean, this is I don't even understand what world we're living in these days. It is two Americas. We'll get to that next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I do remember watching Sundays, America's Most Wanted, um, usually came on after the NFL games. Uh, well, that was post once they got the NFL, which is, I guess, in the 90s. But, yeah. I mean, it was a show that everyone watched at least at one point. Fox had a couple of those shows, right? Like clearly The Simpsons, except for you, Kaplan. Yep, um, watch it. Yeah, but America's Most Wanted, you watched that, I would imagine, I at least a I couple did. times? Yep, yeah. I did. And then Cops. I love Cops. Yeah. Bad boys. What yeah, Cops was a great do? show. Well, you know, it, the jingle really helped Cops, I right. feel like, more than anything else. The intro song, you know? But those were like early versions of reality TV shows, you know? Yeah. And uh, and just by the way, this is kind of interesting. I didn't realize that it was the anniversary of Fox, but um, no, it's Fox- the anniversary of America's Most Wanted. Oh, it is okay because because the way Chris said it with you know Fourth Network, you realize that as we're getting ready for this Super Bowl weekend, and this is the first time the Super Bowl has been back in LA since 1993. The game was played at the Rose Bowl. That was the Michael Jackson halftime show. We talked a little bit about that last week. So, what's really really amazing is that Fox. Before the NFL went all in on halftime shows, Fox, tried, who didn't have a deal with the NFL back then, this is the early 90s, 
they put on in living color at halftime. George, I don't know if you'll remember this or not. So when the first half ended, in living color came on, and as soon as the the game was going to start back up, in living color ended. And they sort of hijacked halftime. And it wasn't long after that that the NFL said, we better do something with this halftime. This this what was the name of that? Up with people or something? They're like, that's not cutting it anymore. Somebody get Michael Jackson, and that's what happened in 1993 at the Rose Bowl. Michael Jackson performed, stood there for a minute seven. I watched it on YouTube the other day. Stood there for one minute and seven seconds waiting. Everybody's like, what's he doing? And then all of a sudden, Billy Jean started, and it was party time. Moonwalk. <laughs> it was party time after yeah. that. Yes. Uh, by the way, congratulations. Speaking of Super Bowl, Rudy Espinosa. Um. We are giving away uh, chances to qualify for two tickets to the big game. Uh, and Rudy Espinosa, Espinosa in Pomona is our winner. So there you go. So he has qualified for a chance to win tickets to the big game. Every hour we're doing that. You just got to listen for that super sounder. So there'll be another super sounder in the 5 o'clock hour, another one in the 6 o'clock hour. And, of course, on all the local shows, uh, Travis and Sliwa, Mason and Ireland and us each and every day. Uh, this week. Make sure you tune in for your chance. You so. All right. Shout out, Rudy. Way to go, man. Thanks for okay. listening, brother. So there was a uh, – I mentioned when you were talking about Matthew Stafford and you're, you're moving the goalposts on him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is a person that I have a great deal of respect for, okay, an, an incredible amount of respect, uh, who actually agrees with you. Laura, let me hear from one Ryan Clark of ESPN on Get Up This Morning. That means they're right where they were with Jared Goff. That means that even going all in, going out and getting this super talented quarterback, you didn't take that one notch up or level up that one notch that you thought you could with Matthew Stafford. And it will make you question where you are as a team for the Los Angeles Rams. If we couldn't do it going all in, if we couldn't do it getting the Cincinnati Bengals, can we ever do it? And if we can never do it, was it worth it? Hmm. Okay, so you you love that Ryan Clark agrees with you, I would imagine. Uh, not yes? not really. I mean, look. No. I, listen, the thing is, is this: it's just a fact. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, they will look back on all of their moves, and in particular the one with to get Matthew Stafford, because that's where they said they had to get better. All the yeah. other moves: Von Miller, Odell Beckham, Eric Weddle. This all happened during the season, but the move that was made before the season was. We have to get out from underneath this golf contract, and we have to get a veteran quarterback who can really run this offense, someone that this coach can trust. Goff was not that guy. However, the facts remain. Goff was the quarterback of the Rams the last time they made it to the Super Bowl. If the Rams make it to the Super Bowl on their home field with a veteran quarterback with Hall of Fame statistics and finally on a, on a championship-caliber team and they don't win this game, how much further ahead are they today than they were four years ago? Well, I will tell you that that you just mentioned the key word four years ago. The entire landscape of the sport changed over four years in a to a large degree. Outside of a couple of guys and a couple of teams, most of these teams that are in their particular or conference um, have changed and turned over many times over in some cases in a span of four years. So I actually don't think those two things are equitable, and I would tell you that, who I uh, have an average amount of respect for, and obviously Ryan Clark, who I have a great deal of uh, respect for. Uh, that To me, that's not an equitable comparison because is Matthew Stafford better than Jared Goff? 
Uh, yeah, you know where the Rams were last year with Jared Goff? They lost in the divisional round. You know where the Rams were the year after they uh, went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff? Yeah, they weren't in the playoffs. And you know where they are right now with Matthew Stafford? They're in the Super Bowl again. Yeah, they're back to the Super Bowl, which is where they were just a few years ago. Now, look, a lot of things have changed. Right, but Jared Goff had regressed is my, is my point. Yeah, listen, but, but here's the thing. When you look at Sean McVay, he's a much more experienced in control kind of a coach today than he was years ago. I think Sean was wound very tightly back then. And when you're a young coach, you're trying to control everything that you can. And particularly when you have a young quarterback, you're really trying to control everything, which is why you go out and you get a veteran quarterback and you say, I'm going to trust this guy to run my offense. And I, and you're also not coaching against Bill Belichick, who again, anybody who saw the NFL films saw Sean McVay before the game against uh, the Patriots. He's talking to Bill Belichick completely starstruck, you know. And now you're 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 the coach on the other side is a guy that was your quarterback coach just four years ago on your staff, and so you're not coaching against the goat of coaches. You're coaching against the guy that was just a position coach on your staff a few years ago. No, I, I agree McVay with all of that. McVay should be but going my, into this a lot but, more confident than he was back then. Agreed, but that has nothing to do with Matthew Stafford. What I'm telling you is. Is Matthew Stafford a clear upgrade over Jared Goff? Yes or no? Um, he's he's a better statistical career quarterback than oh, Jared. Oh come Goff. on, Kaplan! Oh, they geez. went they lost in the divisional round and they didn't make the playoffs two years ago. Like, are we are we really having that? Like, to Look, me, that's just that's a lazy argument. No, no, like, it's not, Jared Goff it's not lazy. went to the Super Bowl. Yes, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl when he had Todd Gurley, who finished second in the MVP voting. And, and like, come on, question. Don't question. make this about wait, wait. Jared Goff. Well, I'm not trying to make it about Jared Goff. Yeah, no. you are. No, I'm you not. and Ryan uh, Clark, who well, I have a great deal no, of respect you don't for, respect and you only Average amount. No yes. respect. No respect at all. Average. You got average. no res- you got no respect for Ryan Clark. None zero. Great deal. You have a great deal of respect for Ryan Clark? And I, I've just reiterated that for the seventeenth time. But right, yes, but, but and I would say with them that so those things aren't equitable. Well, I don't know about equitable or not equitable. Here's what I know. The NFL, like most pro sports, it's just about results. It's just about the bottom line. But that's line. too Neanderthal-like. That's why football drives me up the freaking wall. But it's because not. It's like, oh, well, let me ask yeah, you a question. No, 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 no. No, it's very much, ooga booga, you win Super Bowl. You got to Super Bowl. You need to get to Super Bowl. Not taking into account that Matthew Stafford hasn't had a running game pretty much all season. And Jared Goff had the guy who was the best running back in the league that in, year. Now, the following year, just since you've now turned this into a Goff discussion, the following year, when the Rams didn't make the playoffs, how was Todd Gurley that year? The following year? I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to look at Todd well, Gurley's Well, I can numbers, tell you. But... He was hurt. He was banged right. up. And they stunk. Teach, and they weren't as good. So the running Correct. game was a big yeah. part of what they did. And they didn't make the playoffs. So you're making my point for okay, me. So, Thank so you. Then, so then the following year, yeah. Jared Goff didn't really have like a monster year. I mean, people were down on him. I mean, Les Snead was down on him publicly. McVay was down on him publicly. And then what they really did, if you remember – they really sealed the deal that they didn't want him anymore when they were going to start. Well, they did start John Wolford in the playoff game, even though Goff had surgery. The Wolf! Right, and they, and they started Wolf, and, and one play or one series into it, Jared Goff had to come in because Wolf got hurt. Here's the bottom line. Again, you can say Neanderthal. You can say, Ooga, Ooga, Super Bowl, no Super Bowl. It's just the fact of the matter is, if the Rams don't win on their home field, against the Cincinnati Bengals with a second-year quarterback and a third-year head coach and a superstar wide receiver who's a rookie, everything weighs over towards the Rams' side. 
every advantage is on the Rams' side. They've got to win this game. And when they do win this game, George, then America will say, wow, man, oh, man, the way the Rams run their organization, the way they build their roster, other teams will start to look at it and say, maybe we should start not drafting guys in the first round. Maybe we should trade away first round guys. And maybe we should draft guys in, you know, the other, the lower rounds and stock our roster with lower round draft choices, not concentrate on who we're getting in the first round, especially at the end of the first round. But if they lose, if they lose, people will look at Stafford and they'll say, great year, great player. Didn't finish the deal. And he'll say the same thing. Not me. Who cares what I say? I, you I have get a, it, but don't. You, but you, can't sit here, you can't sit here and say that that the entire thing is a is a failed uh, experiment. Like, no. like they can't play next year. No, 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 not <laughs> like, at all. You listen, know what I mean? Like, listen, it, it, it's a win for the Rams organization right now on so many levels. It's a huge win for the Rams organization. But when you think about the future of building a fan base, winning a Super Bowl in your hometown. Yeah, I get that. I, 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 I understand all that. I, my focus is simply on the Stafford part. With you, who I have an average amount of respect for, average. and Ryan Clark, who I have a great deal of nah, amount of respect Nah, I don't think you do. For. I think a monocle no, is what I do. you got. Just I a do. little bit. Ma- Ryan you Clark, you have no idea how long uh, my uh, friendship with Ryan Clark goes. So. Well, then, then I guess we should bring him on and you should just We have We him. have broken bread. Uh, we have been to UFC matches together. Um, we have been places together. Uh, and I've been there not only with him, but his lovely wife as well. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we should call him and say, hey. And his, and his son, who plays at Arizona State. Well. Hey, Ryan, listen, um, I've got some respect for you here, but I disagree vehemently that, that people will look at Matthew Stafford and they'll say, he got the team to the Super Bowl, so did Jared Goff. If he yeah. wins the Super Bowl, then everything, mission accomplished. Yeah. If you he, know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell Ryan Clark to come on this week, and I'm going to tell him why. That I, the, that I, that I, obviously he knows I have a great deal amount of respect for him, uh, as opposed to you, an average amount of respect. Just and a then, just a little bit, and, and a modicum, yes, uh, <laughs> a little schmear mm-hmm. uh, of uh, of respect. And then, uh, and then I will tell him this is um, poppycock, is what I would call it. Yes. <laughs> really, really, yes. poppy. Now, where did you pull yes. that word from? I mean, that's not a word I you mean, use every day, is it? No, I definitely don't use it every day, but it is uh I feel like it's like a pretty good word to use because it's basically means nonsense. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So. That is not a word that I have I I don't think I've ever really used poppycock before. Well, you just used it right now. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. Coming up next. I've got I've got a life hack for you if you love good local stuff, okay? I got a life hack for you. We'll get to that. Plus, the Russell Westbrook conundrum continues. We'll get into uh, what the challenges of that could be moving forward here. We'll come back to that in a moment. Stick around. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. I got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns 
and the beer chases my blues away. Oh, wait, Laura, you've never what? I've never sang this song in karaoke, ever. No, but you should say what you just said in my ear, not the way you just said it there. (laughs) Come on, Laura. I never sang this bleep in karaoke. Yeah, but I can't say the word. I've never either. You know what I mean? Did you call call it ish? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Shapoopy. Yeah. (laughs) Poppycock, if you will. No, well, that's nonsense. How about poppycocka? Perhaps, yes. Yeah. Don't get too crazy with the word. Yeah, please don't. Get nuts. please don't. How about a little chazarai? How about that? Does yeah, that work? I don't even know what that is, but I no. don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the meantime, I was working on something this weekend. As a matter of fact, I was um, I was thinking the next time I do karaoke, which I don't know when that's going to be, I'm working on a couple of Bob Seger tunes right now. So I'm going old school, and I'm trying to find something more in my range. You know, I'm usually a Tom Petty kind of a, of a karaoke guy, but I'm working on some Bob Seger stuff now this week, George, so... You know, if you ever want to go karaoke, just be prepared. It's going to be like against the wind. Just just be ready for it, okay? Okay. What do you mean you're working on it? Are you like sitting at home practicing karaoke? Well, I um I turned on some music and uh, Bob Seger was singing uh, against the wind. We were running against the wind and I started singing along. And then you guys know me, I think I'm good, right? So I start singing, I'm like, "You know? Oh boy. I'm freaking really good." And I think that next time I go karaoke, I'm going to show off to everybody how good my Bob Seger songs are. So, yeah, I wasn't I don't I don't know if I'd call it practicing lens. I mean, I wasn't doing like multiple reps, but just when Bob Seger came on, I was singing his songs and I think I sound good. So that's the song I'm going with next time we karaoke. If you're going to go Bob Seger, you got to go still the same. Way better than Against the Wind, in my opinion. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't know, but the, the, the lyrics of Against the Wind, very, very good lyrics, you know. Hmm. Strong. I like a song with a strong lyric is what I'm saying. Yeah. So anyway. Is there a lot of Bob Seger in your catalog? Well, I had I, I went on to Pandora and I, I you know I put in some Bob Seger and then it gives me tunes that are around Bob Seger y kind uses of stuff. Pandora anymore. Why? Is Pandora like not something that people use? Oh, here we go. Now he's Pandora. all paranoid. Really? What do you mean I'm you? What? I, I shouldn't be using Pandora. Pandora. Right. I need to call my kids and find out what they're into well, right. now. What uh, what what should I be using? What are the other things that I should use other than Pandora? That that's I mean, more I contemporary. Apple Music and Spotify. Apple Music, you know. Yeah. Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm listen, I'm using Pandora with the commercials. Mm-mm. You know? Pandora's old school. Uh, no. Apple really? Music is a way to go, man. Just Yeah, Apple Music is pretty easy. Mhm. I All mean, right, well, right, well, but you don't want to pay. You don't want to pay for say, anything. I mean, it's ten dollars a month. Well, it's not only $10. that. I mean, I got other problems to Wait, be besides but you, that. I, it's you free. Can, you can use, no. You like, can find places stuff. that'll give it to you free for a few months at least. No, no, no. Yeah. like the radio. Like if you do, they have three different, you know, stuff, whatever, and you, it's free. Don't they have. Oh, they have a free Apple. version. Mm-hmm. That you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like their hook, right? Like for you to like actually pay, so you can create your own stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's right. free. You should try it, Cap. All right, I'm happy to try it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Listen, I tried to install my uh, my Apple TV because you know oh, I told man. you guys I moved. I'm out of this. What one. a disaster! Oh my god, I can't get Why on don't, Apple. You don't TV. have like a smart TV that I just do. has like an Apple TV app on it. I do. The problem okay. is, is that I had the external piece of Apple TV hardware, which was an earlier generation pre kind of smart TVs, and when I went yeah. to plug it in, I can't figure out my Apple IDs or anything like that. And then, um, so then I I had like the app, the Apple. <laughs> you know, app, and I was like, okay, but then I can't figure that out on the smart TV. I mean, listen, it's just a disaster. It really is. I why can't why can't you just reset your password? I'm going to have to try and do that. Like, tonight, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to concentrate, 
and I'm going to really wait, focus wait. in. It's not that hard. Just I reset know. the password and then everything for... else will have the new password that you reset it to. I know. It's hard for somebody like me, George. What can I tell you? I mean, there's a lot of people out there that feel me. Trust me. There's a lot of things that are hard for you, Cap. That is true. We know. <laughs> there are a lot of things that are hard for me. <laughs> there are a lot. You, you, you're right. through the steps. I know. I, I'll handle it tonight. I will. But I've, I've, okay. I've been having my yeah. own set of issues okay. here over sure. the weekend. We'll handle it tonight. I bet that'll happen. By tomorrow, I will be back on Apple TV, baby. Okay. All right. I will be back. I'm going to text you okay. and see if that's Thank true. You. Are you back because in your house? Forget that. Let's not even go there. You don't even want to understand. You don't even want to hear about. You're that not situation. back in your house. It's been like four months. Oh, bro, it's going to be forever. It's never happening. He's never I'm, going back. Never going yet. back. Never going back. Just sell it then. Yes. Yeah, well, well, we can talk about that later on. Let's. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Where were we? Because you're cause oh. now you're kind of digging deep into into things that are like very upsetting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like let's get back to Jared Goff versus versus Matthew Stafford. That's no, fun for I me. No, I moved on. Let's get oh, oh, let's okay. get to Russell Westbrook oh, here. Okay, By the way, this go. portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. All right, so Russell Westbrook gets benched, mm-hmm. okay? And late in the game and it obviously doesn't play in the overtime. Lakers win against, you know, a bad Knicks team. But right. they win nonetheless. Um and they were getting their ass kicked, so it's a good win. I'm not trying to poo-poo the win because when you're getting beat down like that, you know, it's still tough to to come back from 20 points, 20 plus points down or whatever. It doesn't happen all that often. And the Knicks were playing really well. So, uh in that game and and they certainly had to fight tooth and nail to win that one. So I want to give them that kind of respect. Now, the Russell Westbrook conundrum. Mm-hmm. So, Frank Vogel continues to do that when necessary, and it's the right move. I don't think there's any question about this, Cap. Now, I immediately, as soon as the game was over, I ran to Spectrum Sports. Okay? <laughs> you wanted to see the postgame pressers, didn't you? A thousand percent. Right. And I'm like, when's Russ coming on? Is mm-hmm. Russ coming on? So Lindsay did a little mashup. Lindsay and Laura did a little mashup of Russ. Because Russ started in that press conference. He was being asked, obviously, about being benched, right? And I thought he handled it really well. He got asked it several times in several different ways was handling it really well, but by the end, you could tell by the fifth or sixth time he was being asked a similar question, he was starting to get annoyed. And I don't blame him, to be honest with you. And I love all those guys asking those questions because I know them all personally that cover this team. But I, I kind of get it. I, they're doing their job. He is also acting like a human being. But let me hear this mashup of Russell Westbrook. How tough was it to spend overtime on the bench? I mean, the best part about um, this game is you win. Guys competed uh, we won the game and that's all that matters Russ uh Eddie was just talking about how he and LeBron were we're talking to you through this game um trying to encourage you what kind of stands out about what they were telling you and um honestly I was just playing trying to figure out um you know just how to win the game um mm-hmm. it's not about me it's more about the team and that's most important and that's all that matters Russ I know you talked about the communication between you and Frank uh the last time you you closed the game on the bench, but is there a communication in game of how that's going tonight? No, I mean, there's no communication. Um, there was no communication um, the last time it happened either. Um, but he's a coach. He makes a decision on whatever he feels best is for his team, and he won the game, and that's the most important part. You talked about it after the fact, right? Like pre- previously? Talked to him about that. I was upset about it, but, you know, I was more upset we didn't win the game. You know, it doesn't matter. Like I said, it's not about me. R- Russ, kind of respecting that. You don't want to speak specifically about yourself, but 
for, for this team to get to where it wants to be, um, you're going to need to be at, at, a, at a level better than tonight. Did you feel like tonight was just an off night? Did you... Yeah, I mean, it happens, man. You know, miss some shots that I normally make. But like I said, man, it's, I don't want to keep making it about me. Like when I, you know, when I play bad, you guys ask me a ton of questions. When I shoot the ball well, I don't really hear too many of those questions. So I don't want to keep making it about me and what I'm doing. Like we won the game tonight and that's the most important part. Everybody have off nights. I have some, um, other people may have some and that's, that's a part of the game, that's basketball. Um, but I don't care about anything as long as we won. Winning is the most important part of this game and that's the most important thing to me. Um, regardless if I play well, if I shoot bad, if I play well and we lose, it doesn't really matter. We lost the game. Um, but if we win, that's the most important part to me. All right. I, I, I don't blame him at all for being more irritated. And I still feel like he handled that really well. Cap, we only have about 30 seconds here. Um, let, so let's do this on the other side. Let's continue. Now, now that people have heard it, let's do that on the other side. Let's kind of discuss the way he handled it. Because I do think that uh, there's something to take away from that. Plus, one of Russ's former teammates is now weighing in on the Lakers situation. We'll tell you who and what in just a few moments. Stick around. What you need to know in between 710 ESPN.